welcome to News Explained. This is your host, Gitanshli Devaka. A little over a week ago, the Union Finance Ministry imposed the definitive anti-dumping duty on phthalic anhydride imports from China, Indonesia, Thailand and South Korea. Now the Finance Ministry has revoked the existing anti-dumping duty on barium carbonate imports from China. What exactly is anti-dumping duty and how does it affect trade and different industries? To answer these questions, we have with us Business Line Senior Deputy Editor K.R. Srivats. Hello, sir, and welcome to News Explained. First of all, what exactly is anti-dumping duty? See, anti-dumping duty in a very layman-friendly term is a sort of an intervention by the government of the day to ensure that domestic industry is not affected by excessive surge in imports at prices which will affect the local industry. So basically, idea is to put a tariff which will sort of level the playing field between manufacturers in the domestic market and the prices at which products come from export markets. The basic intent there is that the domestic industry should not be disadvantaged by excessive flow of goods from countries abroad at prices which could be injurious to their business. Let's take an example, country A and India. If products start coming from country A into India at prices much lower than what manufacturers in India are able to sell in the market, there are several implications of it. One, they lose their competitive edge. And secondly, If they lose business, then it will affect their employees and the whole enterprise that is running in that market. So we don't want a situation where goods come from abroad at excessively low prices than what the local manufacturer is able to sell. Because as you know, in trading terms, when the buyers look for products, they are going to go to the person who is going to give a lower rate. It's a more of a competitiveness issue, but at the same time, the government intervenes to take care of the local guys so that they are not disadvantaged by low prices. Since there are global trading rules around anti-dumping, we do have an agreement on anti-dumping at the WTO level. Right. Governments can investigate a particular product to see whether excessive dumping is happening. And if it is proven, then they can go ahead and impose a duty, which is seen as a a sort of a tariff that is imposed on imports to give a level playing field to the domestic industry. I mean, this is a very simplistic way of putting what anti-dumping is all about. If I may ask, the DGTR had earlier recommended the immediate removal of the anti-dumping duty. What could be the reason behind that? Okay, now it works like this, that uh, DGTR takes up a product for investigation based on an application filed by the domestic industry. So in the case of barium carbonate, right, uh, barium carbonate has a very long history of anti-dumping in India. I think if I remember right, it started all the way from 1999 when there was a company called Coors. 
K-O-R-E-S. They were in barium carbonate and they had petitioned. And after that, I think in 2010, again, this started and we have had two rounds of entire process where the DGTR or the DGAD does the investigation, recommends to the finance ministry and the finance ministry levies an anti-dumping duty, what is called as a definitive anti-dumping duty. That means the duty will last for five years. Most recent cycle of anti-dumping on barium carbonate happened on, I think, 2016. That five-year cycle got over this year, 2021. And What had happened is the finance ministry had extended the validity of that cycle till October 31st. So this time around, the domestic guys wanted the, as a, you know, precautionary way, they moved the DGTR to say, please investigate and continue it for another five years. So that is how they approached the DGTR with what is called as an application for a sunset review. Sunset here means at the end of the fifth year, we need to take a call whether we should continue with the duty or do away with it. So in this case, what happened, uh, the DGTR started doing its investigations. After its investigations, it came or it has come to the conclusion that there was no basis to again impose an anti-dumping duty that will last for five years because they didn't see any aspect of domestic industry being hurt. I mean, this is on the legal basis of investigation. And they didn't see any evidence to the point that continuing the duty is going to help the domestic industry, right? So basically, they didn't see any merit in continuation of a duty beyond October. So what they recommended to the finance ministry is that immediately you can revoke. The DGTR here refers to the Directorate General of Trade Remedies, correct? Yeah. So Directorate General of Trade Remedies is a body uh, which is housed in the Commerce Ministry. And it is an authority, a sort of a quasi-judicial authority, which will do the investigations. And as per the Indian thing, it is only the revenue department which can act on any of the recommendation. And therefore, every time uh, anti-dumping action has to be taken by India, it has to move in this fashion. It is not a given that if DGTR says that this has to be done, the revenue department should agree. It is not so. Because there are so many aspects to a duty action, right? If a country were to do anti-dumping action, there are so many implications. You could say your relationship with the neighboring countries, then this has to be WTO compliant action in the sense that uh, it shouldn't infringe on the agreement on anti-dumping. If this particular area has so many legal aspects associated with it, how is it that the finance ministry decided to abide by DGTR's recommendations almost instantly? Instant means it didn't happen overnight. But the point is, there are situations where the uh, finance ministry can take a fortnight, a, uh, a month to act. And there are days when they do it within a week also. So, so how does this decision impact industries at large? Okay, I will talk about how I see this decision impacting barium carbonate manufacturing in India. See, barium carbonate is basically manufactured from an ore called barite. Barite is a ore which is 
available in large quantities in Andhra Pradesh. Okay, if you if you go near Tirupati, you will find a lot of mines on barite. So what happens is uh, there is a huge or a number of small scale units which have come around those barite mines. Okay. Whose principal area of work, uh, those days, if you remember, there is a concept of industry called SSI, small scale industry. So the government earlier had SSI reservation. Small, that is, these materials can be done only, or this manufacturing of the product can be done only in SSI units. So this barium carbonate manufacture was also in that SSI list. And afterwards, as part of India's economic reforms and whatever Manmohan Singh did for our country of opening up and all that, they took a very big decision of removing reservation under SSI. That means anybody can do it, right? Tomorrow you want to make barium carbonate, you just set up a small unit, you can do it. Still, there was demand for barium carbonate in the sense that barium carbonate finds use in this chloralkali processes. And it was also finding use in the ceramic industry. So these small-scale units which came around the mines, they located themselves near the mines because they could save on the transportation costs. You had huge number of small-scale units. Now, they continue to be there. And what they do is they supply to the big boys of Indian industry, like, say, the chloralkali and other caustic soda manufacturers. So what happened is that over a period of time, the demand for barium carbonate came down because the large buyers were changing their technology. So when they were changing their technology, the use of barium carbonate was dwindling. It was coming down. To bring the context into dumping is the Chinese guys who have a large production capacity for barium carbonate were exporting to India a few years back at prices which were very injurious to the SSI guys, right? I'll give you an example. A barium carbonate is sold at 25 rupees a kilo, right? If China where to bring its product and sell it at 20 rupees in the Indian market, all the SSI units will close shop within a month. So this move is now going to open the door for Chinese guys to start supplying barium carbonate to Indian market in a big way. And one big implication of this is going to be the huge threat on the survival of this SSI guys in and around Andhra Pradesh who are uh, now catering to the demand within India. Thank you, Srivatsa, for joining us on News Explained. Thank you so much. Stay tuned for more episodes of News Explained. You may follow us on our Spotify channel, Business Line Podcast, Google Podcasts, and our website, www.thehindubusinessline.com. Until next time, this is Gitanjali Devaka saying goodbye.